but I feel like we haven't recorded in a while, even though we just recorded together, like, last weekend. I also feel that way, mostly because when I was getting set up, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Doesn't it feel like this last week was, like, no time and also a thousand years all at once? Yes, it felt like a quick millennia. Yeah, it did. And hello, welcome back to Oddities. I'm Cassie. I'm Anna. And welcome back to Strange Town. And also, a loyal listener slash family friend said to me, uh, like, I mean, it was like a week or two back. He was like, you know, a lot of us have been residents of Strange Town for a while, so you should say welcome, welcome residents, or hello, residents of Strange Town. So, (laughs) welcome to Strange Town for those who are new. Hello to the residents of Strange Town. <laughs> That's right. We're all Either happy. Either way, you're part of the population. Population you. That's right. Yes. Before I forget, <laughs> check out our social media information in our description and follow along. We have a lot of new people following. It's so exciting. We're so happy you're a part of the, the community. And That's right. Um, you know, as per usual, we also have a link to our merch store. Check us out if you want to rep us in your day-to-day life we've got a lot of cool designs and actually i think we're about due for some new ones so mama's got to get to work on that (laughs) and uh, (laughs) we also have a link to our patreon if you would like to donate to our show and you are able to uh please consider doing so you can do it as low as a dollar a month and you get access to bonus current turn so you get a bonus content a bonus episode every wednesday where you get to actually see our wonderful faces yeah, and we're recording this on the 19th of June, so last week we reviewed the new Conjuring movie. Yes, for our 100th episode. Can you believe this is going to be episode 101? I can't believe that. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, yeah, so the review, our synopsis will be last week on the podcast. Correct. Time is very confusing, and it's a flat circle. It's confusing, especially when you're us, and we're like, life is crazy, and we try to record in advance because because life is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, man, what's the latest? How are we? Uh, I'm good. Let me think. Uh, Miss Congeniality is on HBO Max. Oh, my God, yes. I love that movie. My mom and I just rewatched it the other night. That movie's fucking hilarious. I love I love Sandra Bullock to begin with, but that movie is just absolute it's a hoot. It's a it hoot. It really is. It it is. That's a great word for it. That movie's a hoot. I mean, yeah. there is one or two jokes that you're like, I yikes. But yeah. for the most part, like it aged pretty we also watched Legally Blonde. We rewatched uh, Legally Blonde, another gem. Another gem. I love that movie too. And there's, I think there's only, like, one or two jokes in that movie that I was like, ooh, boy, this did not age well. But other than that, oh, sound. Classic. We love some feminine empowerment movies. Two great movies. Yeah, how are Indeed. you? Indeed. I'm great. I finished up at my job, and now I have, I have a wee bit of time off before I start my new job. Although I'm gonna, I have much uh, schoolwork to do, but I'm gonna try and squeeze some fun in there too. And my birthday's coming up, so oh That's well, right. when this comes out, it will have passed. Um, but for us now, in present time, 
Correct. Whatever that is. Right. Your birthday's coming. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm out in New Jersey. Uh, I had, because of finishing up work, I had to, you know, do some stuff. And also, um, my license was going to expire, so I had to do a mail-in. So hopefully it, com- it comes in short order. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, you know, uh, moving and grooving, splishing and splashing. I feel... I mean, by the time this comes out, next week, my mom and I are going to the Finger Lakes in upstate New York. Because we're going to take cool. a little vacay because life be is insane. Yeah, that'll be great. I need to see you again before I go back to Pennsylvania, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. We'll yeah. arrange that. We'll, we'll find <laughs> But anyway, you guys don't need to hear about that. So I have a wild bitch for my topic. I don't know what your topic is. I didn't look. I have something that's like just wild. It's short, but it's like very beautiful. Mine too is short, but not beautiful. Ah. Ah. So maybe maybe I'll start because it's a, it's a wee dark. Yes, I'm excited. Okay. So today... I'm going to be telling all of us about the Blood Countess. Blood. Do you remember that? That video? <laughs> blood. Blood. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my uh, shout out to my mom. She found this topic and she was like, this would be cool for the podcast. And I was like, you yeah. bet your ass it would be. So here we are. So Countess. Oh, I'm going to fuck up the name. She's like Hungarian, I think, or, or Roman. I don't remember, but she's, so this is going to get fucked, her name, so everybody just brace, everybody brace yourselves. It's Countess Elizabeth, it's spelled like Bathory, but there's some accents in there, and then De Exed, (laughs) so I guarantee none of it's pronounced like that. (laughs) Got it. Okay, great. Anyway, she, uh, she was Hungarian, I'm right. She was a Hungarian noblewoman. They owned land in the Kingdom of Hungary, which was which is now actually several different places. It's Hungary, Slovakia, and Romania. She has been labeled by the Guinness Guinness World Records as the most prolific female murderer, though the number of her victims has been debated. Of course, it's because this is she's like from ye olde times, right? I mean, she was around oh, gotcha. from like 1560 to 1614. So records this- are not amazing Sketchy. yeah right so uh so she and then also like four collaborators were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 1590 and 1610 uh the highest number of victims cited during her trial was 650 but this Jesus. number comes from the claim of a uh let's see there was a servant named Susanna, which is probably not how you say it in like hungarian it's probably like <laughs> susana I don't know, but anyway. You nailed it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, she said that she had seen the figure in one of uh, the Countess's, like, private books, which, like, freaky shit if you're killing all these people and then <laughs> writing about it in your book, like, keeping tally. This That's very serial killer-esque. I know. But anyway, the book was never revealed. Um, it was. I know, right? And then despite the evidence against... I'm just going to keep calling her the Countess to to avoid butchering the name again. Uh, <laughs> despite evidence against her, her family's importance uh, protected her from a death sentence, which is so annoying. But also, here we were in ye old times. And also, still going on today. Uh, any hoozles. She was imprisoned, though, in December 1610 within a castle. <laughs> oh. In Upper Hungary. 
Now, I don't know if that means she was hanging in the dungeon, because, like, that's part of the castle. Or if she was just, like, confined to a castle, which is, like, is that really that bad? Yeah, like, I don't like that they used the specific term castle. I would have preferred if they had said dungeon. Instead, they're I, like, no, no, you get the whole castle. Like, what, is she the beast and Beauty and the Beast? Like, you can't do this. That's exactly right. So the stories of her rather sadistic uh, serial murders have been verified by the testimony of more than 300 witnesses and survivors. But there's also, there's also physical evidence and the presence of horribly mutilated dead, dying, and imprisoned girls found at the time of her arrest. And stories describing her... Uh, what they call vampiric tendencies, like this one tale that she used to like bathe in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. Oh my god, this is very this like hostile-esque. Like, dude, big time. Uh, those were generally recorded years after her death, so they're kind of considered to be unreliable stories, of course. And of course, with, when you have some, a situation like this, I think it's very, very common that like over time... It's yeah, become increasingly sure. hyperbolic. Not to say that she didn't do a shitload of bad things, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, and her story very quickly became obviously part of national folklore. Uh, her infamy persists to this day, and some insist that she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, though there is no true evidence to support this hypothesis. But I could kind of maybe see that, like a hint of it. I guess, but if... Come on, Bram, why wouldn't you have made Dracula a woman then? You believe God is a wolf. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, actually, I need to. Let me continue with the Countess and then I'll come oh, back to it. I, so, I, I thought my screen just froze. No, no, that was just me thinking really hard for a second. <laughs> anyway, nicknames and literary epithets uh, attributed to her include the Blood Countess and Countess Dracula. Oh. Which okay. is Trey. Cool. So let's talk about her early years, shall we? We're just going to take a little mosey through childhood. So, oh, a mosey through Dracula's are, early years. The early years in royal Hungary in 1560 or so. Anyway, she was born on a family estate, as as she would As be. all wealthy people would be. Right, right, right. And she spent her childhood at the Exid Castle, which is 100% not how it's pronounced. And there's like there's like a whole slew of information about like her background family. I'm not going to bore everybody with like the family tree and shit. Plus, it's full of names that I can't pronounce. But her perfect. <laughs> but fun fact: her mother Elizabeth was the niece of the Hungarian noble Stephen Bathory, who was the king of Poland, uh, and the Grand Duke of Lithuania of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, and the Prince of Transylvania. What? I know there was a lot going on there. Oh, so she was like she was like wealthy, wealthy, like important kind of wealthy. Oh yeah, bitch had money. So, yeah, yeah. as a child, she suffered multiple seizures that may have been oh. caused by epilepsy, but that also could be stemming from inbreeding of her parents. <laughs> so I'm gonna vomit. This is this is the royal lineage for you guys. I mean, this is <laughs> like not an uncommon thing. So, at the time, uh, symptoms you know relating to epilepsy were diagnosed as falling sickness, and treatments included rubbing blood of a non-sufferer on the lips of an epileptic or giving the epileptic a mix of non-sufferers blood and a piece of skull uh when they're like <laughs> when like a like a seizure was ending so that's crazy first of all what in the fuck was going on <laughs> i mean like you know i look back and like we did a lot of crazy shit like lobotomies and things like that but when we're stemming from shit like this i can kind of see how we got to the points that we did you know it just see i i asked this question actually i was having a conversation the other day and i asked this question do you think that 
like how we look back on that and we're like, wow, that's that was fucked up. Do you think that they like while they're rubbing blood of another person on a seizure person on a per- someone that has had a seizure? Yeah. Do you think they looked back 10 years and they were like, what they were doing was so stupid? Dude, if I was rubbing somebody else's blood on somebody's lips while they're having a seizure, in that moment, I'd be like, this shit's fucked. It doesn't matter what was popular at the time. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? But then also, right, I'd, like, I, you know, I would also be like a ye old servant girl. So I'd be like, I better do this shit or my ass is dead. So it just it just feels like like what had to come before them for them to be like this is the right thing to this do. This is what we need to do. Well, we went from like bloodletting and leeches and shit and like Blood believing letting. believing in like the humors and the body and then they were like I have a better idea. Let's rub blood on on you know, lips. Suffice it to say shit is fucked up. Yeah, right. Long story short, it was fucked. But anyway, there's been speculation that her killings like later in life were part of her trying to cure this, cure her epilepsy or whatever illness right. she had that was giving her these seizures uh, since childhood. But there's no evidence, of course, supporting this speculation. I can kind of see the link, but also I think she just went batshit. Um, <laughs> another proposal uh, made by fair. right made by some sources in order to explain this, you know, her behavior later in life and everything is that she was trained by her family to be cruel. Some stories include a a young countess witnessing. Brutal punishments executed by her family's officers and being taught by family members involved with Satanism and witchcraft. There we are. Again, there's oh, no hard evidence for the claims. So here we are, though. We are in Hungary in the 15, 1600s, so witchcraft <laughs> abound. Everybody's you know a bet- witch. You know what I bet you they had? Hmm. A witch's totem made by Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen. <laughs> go listen to last week's episode and donate to... Dude... Our Patreon episode for that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I watched that shit, and I we are funny people. Also, I think, and I will say this, we definitely forgot the camera was recording. <laughs> oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> because we are ruthless. Absolutely. Um, okay, back to, back, to my, back to my woman. So she was raised a Calvinist Protestant. As a young woman, she learned Latin, German, Hungarian, and Greek. And she, of course, being part of a privileged family, uh, she was endowed with wealth, education, and prominent social rank. Uh, Before, Um, or at the age of 13, before her first marriage, she allegedly gave birth to a child. The child was said to be fathered by a peasant boy and was supposedly given away to a local woman who was trusted by the family. And the woman was paid for her actions. The child was taken to, to somewhere called... Wallachia? I don't know where that is, I have to be honest, but I'm going to assume it's in Hungary somewhere. And Mm. evidence of this pregnancy came up long after her death through rumors spread by peasants, but therefore the validity is disputed. But that's interesting. Yeah, now let's talk about marriage. She was engaged (laughs) at the age of 10. Uh, It's all wrong. It's all wrong. Uh, it It was very likely a political arrangement. Um, he was the son of a baron with a the world's longest name in the universe. <laughs> so we're not going to go there. <laughs> her social standing was higher than that of her husband-to-be. And so she refused to change her last name. And instead, he, a took power her, move. he took her last name. And then the couple married when she was 15 and he was 19. So, like, they got engaged for, like, five right. years. But that it's still... It's still, like, fucked. And approximately 4,500 guests were invited to the wedding. 
Jesus. That's exactly how my wedding's going to be this year. Not. Oh my God. Also, I have to say that it's pretty batshit to me that she had a child at 13. Yeah, I, and that's that's what I'm having the most trouble wrapping my head around. I know I'm I'm still I'm still thinking about that and I'm still I'm still like reeling Jesus, from Jesus, that. Jesus. <laughs> it's really it's really something. She did have, you know, and she had kids with him then. You know, she uh she had a daughter, then then the daughter had other you know, had children and she had other, she had other kids too, but there's like, they're like lifespans and things. It's it. They're all like from like the 1500s to unknown. So I just feel like there's not a ton. Oh. There's not a ton about the kids. So. The kids live forever. <laughs> unknown. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's just kind of like a, a brief overview of the history of the countess. So let's go to like the accusation and investigation and shit, right? So 1602 and 1604, there's rumors of her atrocities. They're spreading throughout the kingdom. This Lutheran minister made complaints against her, which I don't know where this guy came from. Just like out of left field. (laughs) Um, And and he did so publicly and also in the court in Vienna. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And then finally in 1610, uh, King Matthias II in, in, assigned some guy whose name I can't pronounce, but he was the Palatine of Hungary, to investigate the situation. Um, and then they started collecting evidence. And by October of 1610, they had 52 witness statements. And 1611, the number had risen to over 300. And according to testimonies, the first victims were girls aged 10 to 14 years. Later, she said to started killing daughters of the lesser gentry who were sent to her... Um, to her like it was sort of like a uh, like almost like a finishing type of situation like a finishing school sort of deal uh, to learn to learn like courtly etiquette um, and then abductions were said to have occurred as well and the the atrocities described most consistently include severe beatings burning or mutilation of hands biting the flesh off of the faces arms and other body parts freezing oh. or starving them to death and the use of needles was also mentioned uh, that, and there were many suspected forms of torture carried out by the countess herself. And the girls were burned with hot tongs. Then they would be placed in freezing cold water. They were also covered in honey and live ants. And she was also suspected of cannibalism. Which, like, yeah, if there's, like, bite marks on the face and shit, I would say so, right? Whoa. First I know. of all, that's quite a list. And also, biting the face off? You know what was she on bath salts? Do you remember that? Like like, like a while fu- back, oh, yeah. that crazy guy in Florida. <laughs> Jesus, a classic. My favorite thing was that for a while people were googling their state names with like just to see what pops up, and yeah. Florida was always like Florida man. That's it. That's <laughs> Florida exactly man it. bites face off. You're like what? Never forget. Um, people don't forget. Nope. I I. That's the wildest shit I've ever heard. Also, covering them with honey. And live ants. That's some fucking rude-ass, awful fucking... I don't even... Where do people come... Flames! Flames on the... How do you come up with these ideas? Like, what are you, a writer for the Saw movies? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Big Saw energy, yeah. Big Saw energy. So some witnesses named relatives who had died, you know, at this this program or whatever she was running others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies some some of these bodies were buried in graveyards others in unmarked locations 
Uh, two court officials claim to have personally witnessed the Countess torture and kill young servant girls, which, like, what were you guys doing? Yeah, but what okay. the hell was happening? So anyway, let's get to the arrest. <laughs> okay. But wait so, a minute, wait a minute. Were they just over for dinner, and they were like, oh, that servant girl's gone, and so is the Countess. Yeah, like, or was the Countess just like, now that we've wrapped up the soup course, shall we take a walk? And then she, like, brings them to this fucking crazy situation. Right, like, how did they find out? And then they were like, well, she's, like, the Countess, so we gotta play it cool, because otherwise she's probably gonna do this crazy shit to us, or I don't know. I don't know. How does one remain composed in a situation (laughs) like that? How does one just walk into a (laughs) castle and be like, is that girls screaming? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just the ghosts. (laughs) She's like, no, it's fine. They're like, okay. They're like, by the way, do you have blood in between your teeth? What's going on? (laughs) No, I flossed. So (laughs) I'm a very aggressive flosser. Exactly. So her arrest. So here we are, December 12th, 1610. Um, this, this guy who was sent to like investigate and report or everything, you know, they, they're like, okay, yeah, we agree. We need to do something about this. So December 30th, that guy goes to the castle and arrests the countess with four of her servants who were accused of being accomplices. But like, I kind of feel like they didn't have a choice. They were her servants, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's fair. According to this investigator's, his name is Thurzo. That's how it's written. Thurzo? I don't know. But anyway, he writes a letter to his wife, and he says his unannounced visit found one dead girl and another living, quote, prey girl in the castle, but that there was no evidence um, that they asked her what had happened to her. Although it's commonly believed that the Countess was caught kind of like in the act of torture. (laughs) And initially... He, the investigator Thurzo, made the declaration to um, the Countess's guests and villagers that he had caught her red-handed. However, she was arrested and detained prior to the discovery or presentation of the victims. And it seems most likely that the claim of Thurzo's discovering the Countess covered in blood has been like the embellishment of accounts over time. Gotcha. Yeah, so... um, they they debated they debated having like further proceedings with um like having her son uh, her son Paul and then two of other like her her sons in law present and then like a trial and execution would have caused like a public scandal and it's like well why do we really care about avoiding that right but whatever I mean it, they're she's literally murdering people yeah and then they're like, like this but, was. This was during a time period where, like, they obviously didn't care about rights. Like, what are you doing? Right, exactly. So and so their whole thing was like, okay, well, this is an influential family that rules Transylvania. They would be disgraced. Elizabeth's, like, considerable <sighs> property would be seized by the crown. And so, like, they're like, okay, oh, no. let's just, let's have her spirited away to a nunnery. Oh. Uh, but then... But then, as the accounts of her murder of daughters of, like, lesser nobility started to spread, it was agreed that she she needs to be kept under basically, like, very strict house arrest. Okay, so it wasn't the dungeon. That's right. It was the castle. So this really isn't what it should have been. Right. Anyway, most of the witnesses testified that they had heard the accusations from others but didn't see them themselves. The servants confessed under torture. Uh, oh. Which, <laughs> yep. And... Uh, <clears throat> So they, we're torturing people that are being accused of torturing people. Right. And then they were executed. 
Ah. Oh. Okay, so so there's but that. she's kept alive? Right, exactly. So that's just, that's, you know, it. And so, like, her imprisonment she was that she was, like, hanging out in the castle. And then, you know, she wrote a will in September of 1610. She left all of her current and future inheritance possession to her children. And then in December of 1614, she signed her arrangement uh, in which she distributed the estates, lands, and possessions among the kids. Evening of, uh, let's see. Yeah, like towards the end of the year, one evening, she complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold. And he replied, quote, it's nothing, mistress. Just go lie down. <laughs> Mood. And she went to sleep and was found dead earlier the next morning. So that was just a... She died. She died in oh. her sleep, which is too peaceful for what she did. I'm just saying. So this, oh my God, this woman murders countless young girls. Her yeah. punishment is that she gets to stay in her own castle. The servants that she probably, that they forced, they were forced to work for her mm-hmm. because I'm sure they were afraid they were going to die. Yeah, she probably would have killed them. Right. Like, yeah. if they're watching what she's doing, they're like, I don't want this shit to happen to me. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to do what she so says. I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I really don't and, feel like they. that was kind of a situation where their hands were tied, I feel like. Right. So they get tortured and killed. She gets to live out her life, divide her title and house and all her shit among her kids, and then gets to die peacefully in her sleep. Yep. Exactly. And so there's she was, no fucking justice here. There's zero justice here. And then she was buried like at, at, at this church. Um, but according to some sources, oh. like due to like the villagers had like a huge uproar about it, having this woman like buried in their cemetery. So they moved her body to her birth home where it was interred in the family crypt. And the location of her body today is unknown. Oh, which is spookalabook. But that's. That's the blood countess. She's wild and not in a good way. I just feel like this is at a time when they think that being godly is the most high and the best thing to be. And they're going to bury this woman that has committed horrible atrocities in a church. By a church. Okay, let us remember that in the church's eyes, money still talks. Uh, That's true. We do need to consider this. So, <sighs> business is a booming. What can I say? Sure is. So, that's the Blood Countess. Thank you, Mom. It was a great suggestion and that's very a crazy. Wild story. Really dark shit. So, that's, that's what I've got. So, yeah, you know what? I probably should have given like a, a wee bit of a disclaimer at the beginning there, but I think we're okay. I mean, yeah, we didn't, it's not like we described exactly what you did to everybody in detail. Well, that list is fucked up, but. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't know that I believe that it was like, oops, I dropped you, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know that I believe that it was like 600 people or whatever they said, but like, I could see that this, that the figure would be climbing, you know, like I, I could see that it would be pretty significant. I mean. I could also see that it would be significant, especially if they're like servant girls and peasant, you know, like. Right. They didn't, you know. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's, it's it's very fucked up. But it it's not like people are keeping account of them. 
You know what I mean? Apparently she had a book, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I, yeah, but I'm talking about, like, you know, like, the people around them. No, 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 no. You know, no. everyone's so busy scraping to get by in this fucking time period. Right. Well, she gets to live in a castle after she murdered... I can't. I know. That's ridiculous. I Absolutely know. ridiculous. I know, man. And then she had guards, so, like, you couldn't even have a motherfucker sneak in there and kill her in the night. No, because guards. So it's that's uh, the countess. She she had issues. Yes. I, I don't know how else to slice it. We had big problems. Big <laughs> problems there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big, big issues energy. That's right. Well, I'm going to do a full 180. We're going to talk about some nature shit. Nature. Because there's some wild shit going on in Tasmania's seas. Tasmania seas. Yeah, oh, Tasmania. T- Tasmania. Where are we? Are we near Australia? Yes. Okay. I kept spelling it Tasmina, and I don't know why I did that. Tas- I think it's part of. I think it's part of Aust- like a section of Australia. Yes. Okay. Is. Great. This is gonna sound stupid, but I get it confused with Tanzania, which is like Africa, and then I'm just like. But you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Also, none of that sounds stupid because I feel like we weren't taught basic geography. So I don't know where yeah. anything is. Touche. All right. Tell us Here about what's going on. So this, the title of the episode is uh, Tasmania's Bioluminescence because there's some wild shit. Oh, my God. I love bioluminescence. This is like it's, a big bucket list item for me. It's very beautiful. It's amazing. So... There are some spectacular masses of Noctiluca scintillians, which are single-celled algae or plank, plant plankton, which apparently is hard plant to say. Plant plankton. Which translates to sparkling nightlight in Latin and is more commonly known as sea sparkle. Dude! Uh, that's Adorable. so cool. Did you know that humans are technically bioluminescent? We just give off light at like a wavelength that's too low for us to perceive. That now freaks me out more than anything else. We're not as cool as the sea sparkle. Let's just put it that way. I don't like that we're bioluminescent, though. Anyway. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, go ahead. So it occurs in a few ways. Because the human eye can't see color unless it's super bright at night, a dull but definite glow throughout the bloom may appear to the naked eye as a pale whitish color, but then when it gets disturbed or the organisms are stimulated through agitation, a breaking wave, footsteps on the water's edge, or somebody... Like something yep. just Toss disturbing a rock the water. Or whatever. Yep. Right. Bright neon blue flashes will occur, and where the water washes up on the sand, the cells will glitter on their own. Yes. I'm actually so excited to share that Corey and I are going to go to a bioluminescent lagoon in Jamaica for our honeymoon. I'm so amped. Ooh. Wait, but I talk about them being in lagoons. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, but that, that's later. Okay, so apparently it can occur anytime, anywhere, but the organism that's responsible for this site comes out in the warmer months. In my notes, I go, same. Yep, yep. They like to get a little tan during the day and then glow at night. That's how it works. Right. And they're buoyant, so it concentrates on the surface. And during the day, thick blooms of our our friends, Noctiluca, appear as a soft pink haze on the surface of the water, sometimes so thick that the bottom cannot be seen even if only in a few centimeters of water, oh, which shit. is crazy. 
I wonder if like you wade in this stuff and then get out and like smack your leg if your leg will grow. Because like you've got yeah, like because you've got some of the plankton on your legs. From, oh, oh you know I thought I mean? you said I thought you said your leg will grow. I was like, where are we going? <laughs> no, 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 glow, no. Like, you just end up with one really large leg. No, no. <laughs> you just, like, meh, and you just grow from one side. Perpetually on a slant. <laughs> You're always just like, oh, God, I'm always walking uphill. <laughs> so, at night, these thick pink clouds may be seen with a torch. I love torch. A torch. But the bioluminescence is best observed in total darkness once the eyes have acclimatized to the dark. Very cool. They have an, I like this, they have an inbuilt biological clock, so they won't flash in the daytime, even if put in a totally dark room. You can't fool them. I feel like these plankton are more advanced than we are. Probably. Because I am not not a morning person, Mm. so I don't have an inbuilt biological clock. Mm, I can nap at any time. (laughs) I love that for you. So, apparently, after a rainstorm, nutrient runoff into the water acts as a fertilizer, stimulating a, fo- a photoplankton bloom. So, it's best to observe them after a rainy day. Very cool. We love that. So, seeing the bioluminescence in still water and lagoons, like, what, what, what did I just write in my notes here? Okay. What does that say? Anyway, so you can see, like, I guess... Basically, you can't rub your the bioluminescence on your face or eyes. Generally advised for anything, I would say. Mm, mm. But they're saying, like, still water and lagoons, like, it, bioluminescence in still water and lagoons, you just have to be, like, a little more cautious of. Ah. But in, the, like, the ocean, it has no adverse side effects. But I guess because still water, because of how it congeals and whatever, they're mm. saying... Don't rub it on your shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would probably say that, like, it's not even necessarily the bioluminescent guys you need to be concerned about. Just, like, other shit that likes to thrive in still water. Right. You know? Right. But my note was all fucked up there. Anyway. All good. So, apparently, our our homies are uh, Noctiluca. They eat other species. And so if there's a big amount of it, it'll just eat away other plankton, which affects other ecosystems. Like, apparently, there are shellfish farmers that are, like, all the shellfish are starving, and they're small, because they got nothing to eat. Wow, what a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Scientists call it the vacuum, because it just sucks up all the nutrients from the water. Same. Me so too. they're just like they're just like we here now. And they this take is over. our territory, and then they just start <laughs> yeah. glowing. Mm. Yeah. There's a belief that the warming of the oceans and the changing of currents has caused a widespread, because even though its presence is somewhat new in Tasmania, it has now become a permanent resident. But it showed up in 1994, and. It was first seen in 1840 in the Sydney Harbor and has been gradually expanding since then. Do you think in like the 1800s they saw that and they just like shit themselves collectively? They're yes. like, what sorcery is this? And then, you know. Either that or somebody stepped into the water, it grew blue, and they just fainted and absolutely had a heart attack and died. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, uh, you know, Ed Warren. He had like 65 heart attacks in that movie. 
Go listen to last week's game. Yep, go check it out. Go listen about Ed. Yeah. Ed. Oh, God. Oh, my oy. God. Oy, that oy, movie. Oy. Her anyway. outfits. Yeah. Her outfits. That's all I'm going to say. Also, I have to tell you, because we can only share it now, because time being a flat circle and whatever. But getting the text from you after you watched the bonus episode and you were like, wow, I really roasted her outfits. Holy shit. The counter was so high for that. If you guys want to hear the roast, donate to our Patreon. (laughs) That's right. Also, not only was the counter high for her outfits, but I didn't realize how confused we were the whole time. Who is Jessica counter 34? Oh my God. We didn't even like, I don't, there wasn't even, well, whatever. I digress. It's fine. There wasn't even a point to that movie. No, there was not. No. So, the Noctilucus scintillans is one of the few species on Earth to see an extensive increase in its habitat over the past 20 years. Wow, that's because they're fucking going around eating everybody's shit. Yeah. It's, it's just, and now it's just in Tasmania since 94, and now it's just a resident. Yep, they're just permanently glowing. That's right. And that's that's what I've got for Tasmania's bioluminescence. But seriously, Google this shit because the pictures are gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah, I like it's a big bucket list item for me to see bioluminescence in some form. So I'm very excited that on our honeymoon, I'm theoretically going to get to see it. That is very exciting. I'm so excited. But it's yeah, it's beautiful. Although I'm like a little sad to hear that they're such dicks. But aside from that, very cool. Yeah. I mean, they are just absolutely taken over ecosystems yeah, big time it sounds like it which there's a, i feel like isn't bamboo like that oh there's or, like a lot I, of sort of like invasive species i guess you could say yeah or bamboo like just doesn't stop growing or something yeah there's like a lot of it, i feel like it's very prevalent in plants that this happens yeah 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 which is why weeding is the worst and also necessary <laughs> Right. Check and check. Yeah. Very cool, though. I I mean, I adore bioluminescence. I don't know. There's something about it that's just so crazy interesting to me. That's also why, like, you got those fish with the lanterns in the ocean. And, you know, that's, that's an right. example, too. There's just, like, lots of very, very cool things. Great topic. I'm going to find a picture and make it my computer background. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is very beautiful. Oh, Yeah. And I don't, I wonder, is it like always a blue glow? Like, I, I, I think, I, I don't know if it is in other places, but here it's, they were talking about how blue it is when it's disturbed. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if there's different forms of bioluminescence in different colors. I don't know. I'm just curious. Oh God, can you imagine? Dude, it's like glow sticks. But I wonder like if there are different colors, if certain colors don't hang out, like if the blues don't hang out with the reds, they're like, like no, they don't no, associate. We don't want purple. Yeah. We don't want you over here. Get away. (laughs) Big time. Well, that's that's so cool. Great choice. And a very nice and mostly happy way to end our episode after I talked about the horrible shit. Yeah, the bloodbath. Yeah. And whatever the fuck else we were. Crazy shit you guys had going on in Hungary in like the 1600s. FYI. Jesus. I wonder if we have any Hungarians listening to us. Hello, if we do. Hello. Also, that countess is wild. I know. It's interesting though that she's related to the someone in Transylvania. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and then they're like, it could be because of her seizures, or it could be because of like the seizures could be because of inbreeding, and I'm like, yeah, well, you guys yeah, probably they... shouldn't have been doing that. Right. This is exact. I mean, among other reasons, this is exactly why we don't inbreed. Yeah, yeah. One of one of the many reasons not to inbreed. Yeah. So, one of the countless. Yeah, I guess I guess the key takeaways from today's episode <laughs> would be. Don't inbreed, and please. Uh, please don't walk around killing people and then painting yourself in their blood. And oh God. if you want to go see something pretty, check out Tasmania's, I guess, like, waters. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, as per usual, until next time. Stay strange. <laughs>